Welcome back, everybody, to the 31st ever episode of the West Coast Preps podcast. I am Chris Jackson, joined here by Gregory Morlantoon and Brandon Younger. And as you all see, we've got the red and white going on, the RVC shirts. We just recapped and finished a historic weekend in the Bay Area for the first ever Routes versus Coverage Showcase. Man, what a time that one was. Absolutely. Big time event. Big time event. Um, bunch of talent. It was crazy. It was uh, it actually went a lot better. Well, not better than expected, but it was a great event. A lot of good athletes. Competition was high. Parents enjoyed it. Coaches enjoyed it. It was a good week. Yeah, it was smooth. And the kids bought in. I think that was the biggest thing is the kids enjoyed it, and that's what we made this for. Kids enjoy it, and kids got better. I believe as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So let's go into how the RVC idea first came about. When did this idea first come about? And then what made you decide to launch it now? So, yeah, uh, it kind of started um, with uh, Coach Eric Washington and I. Initially, we were talking about um, putting together a DBN receiver uh, clinic because um, he he has elite elite athletes journey and he specializes in coaching receivers. And I have grind mode elite and I specialize in, in coaching defensive backs. So, we were just trying to find a way to work together. Um, we had a really long conversation about how important it is for the trainers in the area to start working together and kind of coming together to help helping these young men. Because a lot of times, a lot of division in the training community. Um, but, you know, we were talking about how we can work together. Um, so after we got off the phone, I was just kind of brainstorming about um, like what we can do and how we can make it special and unique. And then I thought in the name RVC, um, so I hit one of my graphic designers up. I said, hey, can you cook up something for, uh, for this RVC idea I have? Um, and he did that. Um, and then as, as time progressed, um, you know, things happened with, with, the, with COVID. So it kind of slowed down the process of us putting it together. But um, over that time, I really had an opportunity to, to kind of brainstorm on on what to do with the RVC name because I, I felt like it was very unique. I felt like it was catchy and pop. I felt like it popped. Um, just RVC, it just sounded good. It sounded big. It sounded like something that could be special. So um, just really brainstorm and start to formulate the infrastructure for the RVC showcase. And I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it different than what it would be than what was being done um, with other showcases. Um, and I wanted to be unique. I want it to be something that if a guy go to one showcase and he come to the RVC, he'll have a different experience at the RVC. Um, uh, so what I did is uh, just started creating a process, uh, the infrastructure of the RVC and, and how I thought it, it that we can, how I thought um, I can make it unique. So um, I came up with three different phases. So the first phase was the combine and the testing um, and the evaluation phase where we have our guys do 40-yard dash, uh, the pro agility shuttle, uh, individuals, and one-on-ones. And that's the first phase. And during that first phase, what makes the RVC uh, super special is it's not only a showcase for the athletes, it's also a show showcase for the coaches. So during that first uh, period, um, the coaches are not only uh, helping the kids go through the testing, the individuals, and the uh, one-on-ones, but they're also evaluating the players during this process. Um, so... After that, you enter into phase two, which is the draft. Um, in the draft, the coaching staffs, we break the coaching staffs up into four different teams. Um, they pick the players that they like, and we put together four teams, and then the third phase is the 707 
uh, showcase uh, where we do a round robin. And then after that, we get into the playoffs and, and we ultimately uh, choose a, uh, a champion. And I thought it was very unique to do something like this because I thought it, it, it will really uh, test not only the coaches, but it will also test the athletes, um, their ability to come in with an individual uh, goals um, and a thought process. But then after that, once they enter into that third phase, you got to kind of quickly enter into a team, a team like a mindset, um, which is difficult when you're teamed up with a bunch of guys that you've never played with, with before as quarterbacks and receivers, uh, DBs, linebackers, being able to communicate with guys. But it puts you in that grinder to see who's going to gel first, who's going to work, who's going to work together first, who's going to be unselfish, who's going to do whatever it takes to, for the team to win. And I think that's what makes the RBC very special. And that's what we saw um, on November 7th. Um, you kind of saw teams getting put together with guys that never even met each other before. But as the games start to be played and you start to see guys making plays, you see guys celebrating with guys they never even knew before, like they've been playing with them all their life. Um, and I think that's what was very unique about the RBC Showcase. And you can kind of see that the players understood that it was very important to come together right away if you wanted to have success. So, um, yeah, that like how things happened on November 7th with the first RBC Showcase was exactly how um, it was how it was planned out. Um, how I saw it going, and it, I thought it was I thought it went really well. Um, and I'm super excited about uh, what we can do with the RBC Showcase moving forward. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Saturday night was amazing. The kids showed out, but how has the reception been from parents, coaches, and athletes? Man, I, the, and that's that's probably been the, the the biggest thing for for me is just hearing how much the, the the athletes enjoyed themselves, how much they enjoyed the 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 structure of the RVC showcase because it starts off slow. When you talk about forties and and uh, and the pro shuttle, it's slow. It's not a whole lot of juice and energy. You go to individuals, then you get to one on ones where the energy kind of goes, trying to kind of ramps up a little bit more. And then you get to 707 where the energy hits the roof. So it's like a crescendo uh, on a day, and it really it really caps off very well. Um, so been getting a ton of a ton of good uh, good reviews from the from the athletes. Um, the parents loved it. I had a few parents tweet me talk about how prompt we were, how 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 professional the the how professional and, and top notch the RVC was ran in regards to us staying on time with our schedule, the schedule that we sent out to the parents and how much fun they had. I actually had a parent say, I actually have fun watching that myself because like I said, the, even the parents come with an individual mindset. Like I want to see my son or, or, you know, my son or daughter, you know, I want to see my son come out and ball. But then when we enter into the seven on seven, then they have more of, a, I want to see my son's team win. So um, the, the feedback has been great. And I'm, I'm super excited about uh, where we're headed um, with what we're doing next with the RVC. And I definitely think, the next ones that we have are going to be even better, even more turned up with even more juice because now guys kind of understand what to expect. The parents understand what they expect. People understand what RBC showcase is. And I think this really has um, potential to be one of the best showcases um, in America, honestly. And I think one thing that really stood out to me was the competition level of it and how into the guys got, because this is supposed to be the time of year where there's playoff football, right? But with COVID, everything's changed. There's no season right now, not until the spring, but under those lights, you saw those championship games, those playoff games, how much bag talk got into it. Sean Smith's competitive fire in that championship game with him and Jerry on and those guys was huge. It felt like playoff football, to be honest. Everyone bought in, but 
maybe what's one thing to you that stood out? Was it that competition? Was it something else that really just stood out to you the most about how that entire day went? I, I really think what stood out the most is once we started playing the seven on seven games, how much it went from um, just another showcase to like, it's time to go. It's locked in. You kind of saw kids were competing. Like you said, it had a playoff and it had a playoff intensity to me, especially when we got to the championship. And even in the playoff games, the, the, the two playoff games that we had, both of those games went down to the wire. Um, the semi, semis went down to the wire with both teams. Um, and then the championship game was a classic championship game. Like it literally came down to the final throw. It came down to the final throw, and Gary, Al Gary Alexander from El Cerrito High School ended up getting the tip pass, getting the interception, and you saw how enthusiastic and how excited those guys were. They ran 100 yards with the interception. They actually ran into the consolation game that we were having on the other side, but what stood out to me the most was the intensity that guys were playing with in, the, in, the, in, the, in those playoffs, and I think a lot of it had to do with, like I said, how – how the day kind of crescendo went really slow. And then as the day started to progress and start to going up and then just adding, adding the lights, how it was under the lights, it got kind of cold. So it, it really was a, the, the stage was really set. We had the, we had the CIF officials there, which really made the, the event legit. They were calling it down the line. Um, it was guys were making big plays in traffic. They were catching the ball in traffic, intercepting the ball, diving for deflected passes. It was big time. It was big time football. It's probably the best football that you're going to get at this time of year. But um, I thought it was, man, I thought it was phenomenal. I truly enjoyed it. And even like I told you guys, even watching the recap video, I was like, man, that was like, that was big time football, big time high school football. And we're just looking to duplicate that in the RBCs to come. I mean, you saw the talent level there too, right? A Jerry on Dickey was there. Jeremiah Irby's ball out to solve the guys, the quarterback spot. I mean, there's so many guys that were there that three, four, five star recruits and a lot of guys that should have offers. Absolutely. Just with the way they showed how they performed their Saturday, a lot of offers are going to come a lot of these guys ways, whether they're Sean Smith, Brady Hutchinson, who I'm expecting offers for, Marion McCoy's back in football as well. It just seemed like the talent level for everybody across the board was really even. And that yep. made it even better when that seven-on-seven seven tournament came about. And I thought, and and I thought what was great about it too, and and this was out. This is what I was expecting. Like with the coaching staffs, like it's easy to pick out a Jerion Dickey. It's easy to pick out a, a Marion McCoy and and those good players. But when you talk about kids like uh, Jalen Jackson, the DB, um, he was balling. You think about Leroy Bryant. Leroy has some big-time plays in a seven-on-seven tournament. Flynn Williams, he was flying around. Dylan Seeley, uh, Tyrese Ivey. I mean, the list goes on and on. You, you talk about guys on the offensive side. I thought that Corbin Yates had a big-time day. I definitely think Corbin Yates out of Leland High School is a big-time football player that's really under the radar. And once people see him play this year, I definitely think he's going to pick up some stars, and I definitely think he's going to get a, he's going to get some offers as well. Big-time Big-time receiver, tight end body, 6'3", 190. He was running fluid routes. He can catch the ball in traffic. He really showed me something. Also, you talk about a guy like um, Alonzo Jackson out of Kimball High School. We actually had a few guys at the Kimball High School that performed really well. We talk about Osaze uh, As Asawe. We talked about um, 
Jaden Brown, Al Al Alvarez High School, he played really well, uh, 11th grader. Um, aside from the notable names that we all know um, and that we've all heard about, there were a lot of guys there that's really under the radar that really surprised me. Um, um, Les, the, the quarterback, Les Callen, he, he balled out as well. He was throwing dimes. I thought our quarterback group was like one of the best groups out there in regards to just overall talent, how those guys was commanding their offenses and driving them downfield. And really, it was really like a throw for throw kind of, kind of night where you see, um, a Brady Hutchinson make the throw. And then you see a guy like um, Sean Smith come back and make a big throw himself in the playoff game. Um, but yeah, the talent, I feel like the talent level was there. Um, there were a lot of guys with stars and there were a lot of guys without stars, the guys that came out there really that I felt like really proved themselves and had something to prove and really, uh, really carried their team. Again, you know, Austin Flax, those guys, uh, Jerron Leaks, those guys, we know about those guys and what those guys do. But again, like I say, when we talk about, um, you talk about other guys like Gary Alexander, um, Leroy Bryant, Jalen Jackson, um, those guys, those guys made plays all day. Uh, Willie Clifton from Kimball High School, he had a big day as well. Um, Austin Villanueva from Sa uh, uh, Salinas High School, he had a big time catch in the championship game. We, we went up over the defender and brought it down. That's kind of been one of the highlights that's been cir uh, circulating on, on on Twitter, I was thinking about sending it to Randy Moss for the You Got Moss because that was a You Got Moss moment for sure. But um, I definitely think it was, man, the talent was legit. It was a big time. It was a big time day for, for California, California football. Yeah, there was a lot of guys where I just feel like they're going to get offers. Corbin Yates has that division long kind of feel to him. It wouldn't, it, honestly, it wouldn't shock me if you're soon San Jose State shows interest in kind of the hometown boy there. And, goes and Corbin comes from – yeah, and Corbin comes from like a really athletic family. His brother, um, his brother had an offer from San Jose State, and but he, he ended up ultimately taking um, an offer at UCLA for baseball. So the genes are there. That kid can play, and the fact that he doesn't have any Division One offers is crazy to me. Especially what I saw out there. Yes, what I saw out there on November seventh, and how he, you know, his route running, his ability to catch in traffic, his catch radius, um, getting in and out of his breaks, his speed, his agility. Um, he's a really good football player. Yeah, and it's crazy the amount of talent from the first person that signed up to the last person that signed up was insane. Yep. And that showed uh, last Saturday night. But also the competitive juices that were showing all night was amazing. Once that seven-on-seven -seven tournament started, it just – it the whole level turned up a notch. Yeah. And the lights turned on and the playoffs started. And it yep. just – it was so much fun. And with no games being played right now, it finally had that feel, like Chris said earlier, of playoff football. I mean, yeah, we saw it. I remember Les Callen threw a big touchdown pass there in the corner of the end zone. Brady Hutchinson's going crazy. First guy out there in the end zone celebrating, doing it, pulling out his dance moves. Yeah. Other guys. You saw with Eric Washington, he was not happy with when he was losing <laughs> it, going down big. But, I mean, that shows you how much the coaches got into it, too, which is yeah. big. Not only the players bought in, but the coaches did. And there was a lot. I don't think there was a single person there that wasn't juiced into the games. You saw players – we're almost getting mad at refs for certain calls. Like, is that really passing yeah. interference? How is that? They didn't know high school compared to NFL worlds like the officials did, and that's yeah. exactly what you want. Yeah, and like I said, I think that's what makes the RVC special, even as a coach, because for one, um, it's a it's a test of your evaluation, um, it's your evaluation of talent, and then also um, once you get into those seven on seven. As, as all coaches are, I, I would imagine, we're all very competitive. 
And then once we start to keep scoring, once there's I – mean, we got to – you know, we set, I think we all set it up pretty well. We put the big trophy out in front in the middle of the field so all the coaches got an opportunity to see it. And, you know, when you do – when you create those kind of environments, it only it, – all it's going to do is bring out the competitive juices. And you saw, you saw that on November 7th. Like, guys were really out there, out there to win, coaches included. Um, and I thought Coach Kevin Swayzer and Coach uh, uh, Taylor uh, Mashuk, I, I, I probably messed up his last name, but um, Coach Taylor, they were, they were from one thing I, I noticed about them before the camp even started, they, I, I walked by them and I heard them talk about their draft and how they want to uh, execute the draft, what kind of guys they, they were looking for. So they had a plan going into it, which I thought was very unique. So that's the beauty of the RBC. It's not, only a, it's not only a showcase for the athletes, but it's also a showcase for the coaches and give the coaches an opportunity to kind of show their skills from an evaluation standpoint and also from a, a, how quick you can bring your, your group together because ultimately you, you're going to get like 24 guys. You're going to get like 20 to 24 guys on your team. How fast can you get those guys to jail and play for you? And, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a unique showcase, man, for sure. I, I don't think it's anything like it. Like I said, in America, I, I, I truly don't think it's anything like the RBC in America because it's uh it's it's different. And and I know I know you, you hear that a lot, but the RBC is really different. And I think you have to be a part of it to truly understand what it's about. I mean, yeah, you saw it too with the coaches. I know we saw Eric, Coach Swayze, all those guys, then you saw Ty Brown from Elite Athletic Training going out there and every single play he was coaching up his guys with Yes. Hey, your left foot was off a little bit here, their footwork and all these different things, but they wanted to win and they wanted to coach right. And those coaches, it was a great experience for them too, right? They learned how to coach a completely different group of kids. Maybe they haven't worked with in the past at all. Yes, absolutely. And I've I I mean, all the coaches hit me and saying, you know, I ha I've had every coach that attended that day hit me and like, hey dog, that was like one of the funnest showcases that I've been a part of just because, like I said, I think, you know, it really, it really, you really have to be invested, you know, or else you, you can go out there and you're going to get beat on. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's unique. I'm excited about the next, I'm excited about the next one. Um, and just to talk about the next one, um, it's coming soon. I, you know, I don't know if you want to introduce it or. I mean, I think it's the perfect segue into it. <laughs> I know you've hinted at it on Twitter already. I think this morning <laughs> I was at the gym. I saw your tweet, RVC2 question mark. The news is coming, folks. RVC2, the second ever routes versus coverage showcase is here. So, Brandon, the floor is all yours. Release the details, date, and everything else you want to say. All right, here we go. RVC2. And how are we going to do with these RVCs? Just like the Super Bowl. Each one is going to get a number. We had RVC1. Coach Swayzer, Coach Taylor took home the championship. We got RVC2. It's going down December 5th in San Jose, California at Willow Glen High School. It's going to be crazy. Starting this Friday, November 13th, we're going to start sending out invites. This Friday, November 13th, we're going to start sending out invites. We got 80 kids. This is how it goes. 80 athletes come. They become four teams, and we crown one champion. So we're going to do eight quarterbacks, eight running backs, eight tight ends, 20 receivers, 16 linebackers, and 20 defensive backs. When we send out these invites, now the first RBC, a bunch of guys, I mean, I understand. Something new, you don't really know about it. You get an invite. You're like, eh, I don't know. 
bunch of guys didn't reply to the invites. And now those same guys are hitting us like they want to be a part of it. So I'm putting this, I'm putting this disclaimer out here right now. When you receive your invite, you better lock it in as fast as possible. Because even the RBC one, it got full in four days, right? It was like three, four days. Really fast. It got full in, in, in four days. So we anticipate the RBC two to uh, get get filled in within one to two days. So we've been doing a, a ton of studying, reaching out to a ton of the guys that we trust um, in regards to talent in our area, in the Sacramento area, the Stockton area, the East Bay. Um, we had a kid last last time all the way from San Diego, Los Angeles. So. Um, we've really been reaching out to a lot of guys that we trust about talent that we want to bring to the RBC too. We've created and compiled a list. So what we're going to do is we're going to start sending out those invites tomorrow and we're going to get to it. Yeah, be ready for those. You're not going to want to miss out on that. I think how many posts do we put on social media Saturday of all the plays and how much traction did I get? I think it was every 30 seconds we checked our phone. It was 100 new notifications. So I think you all want to be a part of that. Make sure you check your DMs for those invites because they're going to fill up. I filled up four days last time. I anticipated being half that time. Absolutely. Check, check those DMs. I, like, I'm telling guys this right now. You're going to receive this news right now. Check your message. Stay on top of it because when the invite comes, you got to lock it in because the way the registration is set up, once a position is full, that position will be shut down. We will not, we will not allow any more guys because the way it's formatted, it's only a specific amount of number of players that can be invited to the RBC showcase. So if you get your invitation, lock it in. Um, I'm super excited about it. This is going to be the last one of 2020. Then we're going to re-up, come back next year with some crazy stuff. We're going to keep that on the low. We're going to come back with some crazy stuff. But RBC 2, December 5th, let's get it. Let's turn it up. We got some, we got some new gear coming for the RBC 2, too. So stay in contact with that as well. Yeah, y'all are going to want to get your – you guys got to get your helmet sizes in there to be, so you can wear that for the seven on sevens. Be sure you see the shirts. We've got these shirts going to be changed up a little bit. You're going to feel real good in those winter months when you're underneath the lights there. It's going to be a good time. You're going to want to see Brandon get turned up there again. I don't, I, are you, I mean, are your lakes holding up? Okay. Cause I don't mind the next day. I'm good. I'm ready to go, man. I'm excited. I know it's going to be that December little nip. Little, oh, this is Bailey. She want to say hi to everybody. Say hi, Bailey. <laughs> It's my daughter, Bailey. But like I said, I know that December, that December cold is going to be crazy. It's going to be a little cold, but that's what makes great playoff intensity football under those lights, nice and cold. When you can see your breath coming out, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for De December 5th. I'm excited to see who we get signed up. The guys that return, the new guys that come, I'm excited about it. So I can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be a similar format. So we're going to have the combine testing, like you said, the individuals, the one-on-one. -on -one the seven-on-sevens, maybe you get an MVP award at the end like Jerry on Dickie and Amara and McCoy did. You get that trophy. And something we're also adding to this, I know we did record this, but we're also going to live stream the seven-on-seven -seven tournament. So if you're not there, you can watch that. You can watch the replay. College, colleges can also watch that as well and watch the different throws you make. So there's a lot of benefits you will get out of the RBC here. Absolutely. And uh, just, just one, one more thing. I got a text message. Um, when, when I text message Coach Swayzer and Coach Taylor about coming back and defending the title, they said they're ready to come back and defend the title. So what we do with the coaches is um, the coaches take home the trophy. Um, Coach, Swayzer, Coach Swayzer has it right now. He's going to send it to Coach Taylor.
Coach Taylor is going to have it. And then when RBC2 come, they're going to bring it back. And then we're going to see what other coaching staff gets to take it home with them. So um, big time event. We got some big time coaches that's coming to this one. I don't want to put no names out there right now, but we got some certified coaches that's going to be here. That's going to be coaching this event. It's going to be a crazy event. I'm super excited about it. Super excited to get West Coast preps out there to cover it all. Um, we're going to get to it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be big time. We're just going to keep adding things to it because RVC is going to be big. Like you said, one of the best showcases in America. But I think what everyone's waiting for is we want part two of the helmet pictures with you, Brandon. Yeah, I think Brandon, 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 Brandon we're sorry, but we had to clown you last you guys get You guys don't get no more detail. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sending y'all no more stuff because y'all put me on blast right there. But uh, it was all funny games. The kids loved it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give you guys a preview of what kind of gear we got coming up next for this RBC, too. You know, we always – we do something different. Um, and also to mention, like, you get a – you get to you get that soft shell helmet, you get the shirt, and we gave the guys the, the, the mask as well, the gator mask, the RBC gator mask. So, I think, man, this is – like I said, I think this is one of the most unique uh, showcases in America. Like, and, I, and when I'm saying that, that's not hyperbole. That's like – that's real talk. I think it's one of the best showcases in regards to how it's formatted in, in, in America. So we're looking to continue to build this. And it started right here in Northern California, the Bay Area. And we're looking forward for it to growing into something huge, something big. So let's get this, let's get this thing going. RVC2 invites going out tomorrow, November 13th. Um, so if you get that invite, lock it in. Let's get it. And thank you to everyone that made the first one special, too, from the parents to the coaches to the kids. That was, honestly, Saturday was legendary. Thank you to my dad for taking photos for us. I think he got like a thousand photos. That took all night to upload and get those up. To all of our photographers that were out there, thank you to them as well. Special yep. shout out to Gatorade as well for coming through for all the kids. I know the Man, kids, especially the winning team, loved those goodie bags they got from Gatorade. That that was really sick to have. And also thank you to Cal High Sports for Danny and Robert Bronstein for going out there for a couple hours and interviewing kids as well. Absolutely, man, big time love to all those guys for helping make the RVC showcase what it was. Again, Gatorade providing a hydration station, that was big time. Having Cal, Cal High come out there and interview those guys, that was big time. So, yeah, salute to everybody that helped make it happen. Your dad, my wife, the whole family, uh, everybody. Let's continue to keep this thing going, man. I think we got something special happening. And I think the best part of my day, at least beforehand, was driving down the interstate. I got to mention this story. I'm driving down. <laughs> I'm, I'm driving down. I think, what are we at? Well, we were still on 680 at that point, right? And then I see a porta potty in a big truck 30 yards in front of me. And I'm thinking, is that Greg? Then I see a little fist going out the window. I'm like, Greg. <laughs> Greg, I don't think when you ever, when we started planning the RVC, that you'd be driving a porta potty. But there That's you go. By any means, man, we got to make sure our people got some, you know. By any means, my, my dog Greg came through with the porter potty for everybody. I don't think I ever thought in my life I'd be hauling a porter potty. So it was definitely a first. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. All hands on deck. Yes, it is. But that, that'll wrap it up for this edition of the West Coast Preps podcast. Thanks, as always, for Brandon for coming on. It's been a pleasure and an honor to work with him on the RBC. We reduced about that since the second we started talking about the RBC. So thanks to him for having us come on board, one of the most genuine people in all of sports out there in America. So thanks to Brandon for coming on. Definitely family right there. But be sure to follow all of Brandon's work. He's on Twitter all the time, social media. Be sure to check out all of his posts when the Raiders keep winning on Sundays. Follow all of oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for Sunday. Let's, get, let's beat those Broncos, man. Let's go to six. Yeah, let's get it.
but yeah, follow, follow our work on social media, West Coast Preps underscore subscribe to our YouTube page and check out all of our podcasts and highlights, the RBC highlights, both part one and two are on there and follow our work at westcoastpreps.com. Go Patriots. I'm gone. I'm gone.